to the show. <laughs> that was a dumpster fire of an intro. Like our lives. Yep. Very on brand. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Dirty, dirty, and dying. I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. That's true. <laughs> and that's me. For another episode of your favorite millennial podcast, where we talk about what it's like to be getting to 30, being on this side of aging millennial, and some things are going okay. A lot of things aren't. <laughs> and that's sort of what we're here to talk about. And today we're in the holiday spirit. Jingle bell. Rock. Rock. That <laughs> <laughs> scene for Mean Girls where they <laughs> slap their thighs. Um, oh, what a time. What a time to be alive. Yep, jingle bell rock. Wish I wasn't, but it's fine. <laughs> here we are anyways. And yeah, it's uh, it's the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. We're... Boop-dee-doo. Dickory-dock. Even though this is a holly jolly time of the year, it's not always the holliest or the jolliest time for a lot of people. There are a lot of things that go along with the holiday season. Like the Grinch. Yeah. Some of us feel Grinchy. Mike being one of them. But that's just because he doesn't like Christmas. He's a Grinch all the time. That's true. We always bring him on to talk about how much he hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're sad. We're sick sad millennials. Mike's mad. Yeah. He's Mike the Angry Clown. <laughs> Yeah, he's Mike the Angry Clown. So, you know, it's a different it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are a lot of things that make the holiday season complicated for people, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's seasonal depression, sometimes it's family family problems. stuff. And there's I'm not saying it's always bad, like there's usually a mixture. And that's what we're going to try to unpack today from our experience to, to yours. yours. <laughs> from our family to, to yours. yours. Good and bad and ugly. And sick. I am ugly and I am proud. I'm ugly and I'm proud. (laughs) So this is going to be a fun episode. Who knows? We're going to stuff some stockings. I had the urge to say daddy, but I kept it inside. (laughs) Stuff stuff my stocking daddy. (laughs) See, that got too close to the sexual line, which I try to stay away from. But the whole point of saying daddy is to be sexual. But I say it with things that are not sexually charged. Mm. Like I wouldn't say like, I'm not going to see. I'm not going to say it. Okay. It's part of the charm. It's mm. part of how it's developed into my thing, which if you would have told me 10 years ago that the thing I do the most on the internet is say like, haunt me daddy. Haunt me daddy. <laughs> and that's what people may or may not know me for. Or as I say, sauce me daddy. Yeah. Sauce me up daddy. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have believed you, <laughs> but here we are. Memories. Mm. Memories. All alone. So that's. Cats is the worst. Broadway it's terrible. in the it's world. It's terrible. The, they were on acid and like it's bad. smoking something and Catnip. doing all the drugs when they created this. It's terrible. And it was dude. the worst. Like I love like actual cats. Yeah. So when I'm just like, oh, I can see cats for free because they have Broadway on cruise ships. So I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. Um, awful. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, now like. The dancing was great. They were great dancers. They were great singers. No, but the overall... The overall story? Horrible. No. Did you ever try to watch the movie? I did not with, want like, to. With, like, James because, Corden Because I saw... I saw it, and I was just like, this is bad. It could never get any better. And you know what Mike it is so worse. pissed off about? Because <laughs> everything... Life, but... Um, no, with the movie specifically. He was just like, why? If it, it's cats. It's about cats. He's like, why did they have people wearing cat costumes instead of just CGI and cats? 
Well, especially because the movie—that's their opportunity. They made the movie that came out a couple years ago, though. Is like they—they they like half-assed. See, it was like they were all the baby in Twilight. It was uh, the most ridiculous, uncanny valley thing that I've ever seen. It was so bad. They like half CGI'd them, half had them wear like wearing onesies. It was weird. It was awful. I we watched it and not like I've seen cats and I did so I knew it was gonna be garbage. But I was like, this will be fun, like to make fun of. Mm-hmm. Justin and I like watch a lot of stuff to make fun of and we got through about 15 minutes and he was like i can't do this and i was like me neither it was awful yeah well because like again we were on the cruise we were on the cruise with my family so like we didn't sit with them like so like we were up front and like my family was like in the back and like we probably weren't even halfway through it and i looked back and they were gone yeah they left and Mike's like, well, they're gone. Can we leave? I was like, I, ha- I, I have to see this through. I made him stay. He was like, I didn't bring a drink for this. Wouldn't recommend. Would not recommend. Would not Never recommend, recommend. Kat. Well, that was a tangent. And a half. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. I, I went with you. I went with you. Um, Do you want to go back in time now? Yeah, let's go back in time. Let's get away from the Cats musical. <laughs> Watch me like find that that's when it came out. Actually, uh, when did now, it come out? I, I don't know. Let me look. First performed 1981. Okay, we're good. We good. We good. Ugh. Back in time. All right. Where are we? We're in 1998. What a t- 98 degrees. Uh, ah! Speaking of millennial. Yep. How old are you? Four-ish. Four-ish. Because I don't months, you know, so four or five probably. Or I three, was six, four, seven. Or... Okay, so yeah, like four. I know I was four. I can do that. Yeah. Four and four makes eight. Cool. <laughs> 98. Get hooked on phonics with me. Speaking uh, speaking of how I was Googling all of this information. Oh, yeah? Uh, guess what came out in 1998? What? Google. <gasps> Isn't that crazy to it think? It kind of is. Like, what did we do for, what did I do for the first seven years of my life without Google? Nothing, because I didn't have a I, I had encyclopedias. We had one of those big sets. Do you remember Ask Jeeves? Yeah, that bitch didn't know anything. That was, yeah, Jeeves didn't know anything. Yeah. I remember, oh, what was that one chatbot thing that, like, answered questions? I don't remember. Oh, man. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, I remember Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves was trash. Trash. It should have been called Trash Jeeves. Um, But no, it is crazy to think that it, it happened when we were we're already alive, alive. Like, we were alive. And we lived so much of our life. I'm without sure, it. so much is seven years. Well, but I no, because even with seven years, it wasn't. That's just when it was. It wasn't like in our homes yet. No, Google didn't. I don't remember Google like googling things until I was like probably in middle school. Yeah, so like the search engine was incorporated as a private company in nineteen. Right, but that could have they could have still been in a garage. It started with students at Stanford University. Who created the website as a research project starting in 1996. Right. So that doesn't mean it's Google, like as we know it now. No, as we know it now, no. But I know when we first had our computer, like we didn't have, Google wasn't like the thing yet. It was, we had like, you could just search things on AOL and then there was like Yahoo and Ask Jeeves and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it wasn't like that. I don't remember like the colloquial, like I'm Googling it. I'm going to Google it. was not it. a thing. Not until probably I was in middle school or high school. To that that um, standard. And like to, of- to have that ability, like on a cell phone, 
Yeah, that didn't like, happen. Like, we were... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it was like. What you just heard <laughs> is what it was like growing up without Google and trying to find out literally anything. Like... <laughs> <laughs> or god forbid you do try to look something up on your smartphone that happened in the early 2010s that Ooh, was not a charged. smartphone you, you would be charged, charged money because you can't go to web browser yeah and it would not work no and you wouldn't be able to read anything nope. and it wasn't like whipping out your phone today and we just googled when cats came out instantly that would not have been the experience no if i did this in like 2010 or something and like now i can't even watch a movie without seeing who else is in that movie like, where's that person from? Yeah. I'm looking it up. Immediately. I can't, like, I can't just sit through the movie. No. I have to know exactly what they've done, who they're with. Do they have children? I can look that all up in a second. Yeah. We've had friends on recently, just like in the background kind of, and watching it. And anytime there's like a guest star that looks vaguely familiar, I'm like, who's this? Who is it? Mm-hmm. Who played this person in Friends? And then I see their whole filmography and then I see who they are. And yeah, I, Mike and I were watching Wednesday. Have yeah. you watched that yet? Not yet, but I so. So, like, we were watching it, and, like, the principal is, like, really tall. So, I'm like, I wonder how tall she is. And I just Googled it. Yeah. 6'4 is the answer. And now we know. Now we know. We would have never known that. Never would have known. I would have been like, she's just tall. Anyways, 1998. 1998. Also a big year in 1998 for Titanic. <gasps> it came out in 97, I think. But it was, like, the first movie to gross over a billion dollars wow. at the box office. And was number one... For the first 13 weeks of 1998. Dang. Yeah. I saw it three times with my mom in theaters. Really? Yeah. I never saw it in theaters, but we had the we had the two disc, two, oh, or two, two VHS. VHS. I'm sorry. The two VHS. Disc. I know. I'm, that wasn't a thing. I'm just in the time traveling mood. Mm. Uh, no, we had oh, the, we had the two VHS and like, yeah. it's like intermission. Please change the tape. Yeah, because it was so fucking long. Yeah. How long actually is it's, it? It's, I don't know. Are you gonna See, Google I'm going to Google it because, but it's really long. I It's at least three hours, right? I It's got to be, right? Because like, that would make sense because then each tape would be like an hour Three and hours and 14 minutes. Holy poop. That's, so, that's longer than any Harry Potter movie. You know what it's not longer than? Like Lord of the Rings extended version. Don't watch those. I won't watch those. They're not that bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I just never got into it and it can't hold my attention. I Nothing. tried. I failed. One ring. Don't have it. Yeah, I don't know any other references or I'd make more. Uh, fly, you fools. That's from Lord of the Rings? No shit? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I um, didn't think that. What about um, Elevensies? I've never heard that in my fucking life. Oh, okay. Or fly, you fools. I yeah, think that might fools. be where that ends. I don't uh, okay. think I'm going to know anything. Potato, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. No. Okay. And we should stop. Anyways, Titanic. Mm, yes. Big year. It spent 15 consecutive weeks at night at number one, but it opened at the very end of 97. So that's why. But it was huge in 1998. Judge. The Titanic soundtrack came out. It was the biggest selling album of the entire year. That's crazy. That's the heart does go on. Thank you. Once oh, more. Now I know how Justin feels when I do this. You because <laughs> I do it a lot. Open the door. Okay, I'm done. I'll just walk into a room and go do 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 do, and he gets so bad. He gets... And it won the Oscar for Best Picture. 
You know who didn't win an Oscar? Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> I mean, it took him like 20 years, but he did. Eventually. Yeah. For a yeah. movie I never even saw. Revenant? Never did. Never. I watched it. Was it Oscar worthy? I mean, his performance in it was. He did really. I didn't love the movie, but his performance was really, really good. Anyways, Titanic. It just sank all over again in 1998. And we all got to watch. Yep. The steamy love scene in the carriage. The hand. Oh, sexual awakening. Not me. <laughs> no, I mean, it. Well, I was like <laughs> You were like four. three. I'll tell you though, when I rewatched, because I rewatched it for like in full mm-hmm. for the first time in a very long time, only like last year. And uh, yeah. You know what really bothers me? What? About it. What? That she changed her last name to his um, after loving him for literally two hours. <laughs> the twilight conversation all over again (laughs) like i understand that you're in like a pretty shitty relationship i get that but like dear god like yeah okay he saved you from jumping off the ship well she changed her name so that they wouldn't find her oh (laughs) (laughs) did i just no because the guy the guy she was gonna marry to and all this all the high yeah yeah but all the high like social people were there and they were looking for her so she changed her name Dawson. So that they'd think she died. Mm. That makes sense. <laughs> Look at us. Still learning things about Titanic all these years later. Oh, man. Amazing. Would you like to know um, costs of things that I did yet? You always hit us with that. I love the costs of things. Um, cost of a gallon of gas, $1.15. Oh. The average cost of a new car, $17,000. Yikes. Um, a pound of bacon. I have no, nothing to compare. Dozen eggs, 88 cents. Wow. 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 The average um, cost of a new home, 129,000. Brighter notes. Mm Mm-hmm. One of my favorite songs in the whole world from one of my, by one of my favorite people in the whole world came out in 1998. (gasps) Would you like to guess what it was? No, you tell me. What were you going to say? Nothing. (laughs) Okay, it's Believe by Cher. Do you believe in life after death? That's the one. Uh, it was it was one of like the first major songs to use auto-tune like that. Not, That's not like, her voice? I mean, not the severely auto-tuned parts. They, they auto-tuned it like a lot. Oh. So it's obviously not her voice. Never knew that. I thought she just sang like that. Have you heard it? Yeah. Did you not hear my representation? I just did. Yeah, no, that part's... We're going to listen to it off air, and we're going to see the differences. Okay. Have you ever listened to other Cher songs? Not really. Oh, see, that's mistake number one. (laughs) Would you like to know probably the biggest thing to happen in 1998? I don't know. Hit me. Sure. Bill Clinton denies he had sexual relations with former White House intern Monica Lewinsky. That was such a big deal. The scandal! Scandalnavia. I do not have sexual relations, relations with, with that, that one. Wo- I was now, a girl. Woman. Yep. I don't want you to listen to me. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. He did. Walls, JK. Yes, I did. So there's tornadoes in Central Florida. <laughs> <laughs> 1998. You have to tell me. You always have to tell us about the twisters. Uh, yeah, so the tornadoes in Central Florida destroy... Uh, 2,600 structures and kill 42 people. Wow, that's sad. Florida tornadoes. Well, 1998. Big year. 
Lots Thank going you. on. Yep. Hey everyone, it's Tyler Woodkoski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our modest press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. So today, like we said, we're going to talk about it being the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Loop-de-loop. Tickery doc. Don't forget to go in the clock. <laughs> Definitely the word. Um, well, a lot of people face um, seasonal depression or sad seasonal affective disorder. Oh, is the, is the I'm just actual like, yeah, name? That's sad. It is sad, <laughs> and you know, know it's that. that's interesting. Yeah, that's like the clinical name. So, like when you say I got the big sad, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Seasonal depression. So this is what it is actually defined. A mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight at certain times of the year. So for most people, winter. But for me, summer. Yeah. Because I hate summer. I hate the heat. I don't like um, showing off my body. (laughs) I don't need to cover it up. Sweaters, sweatshirts, hoodies, all the things. I can't wear that in the summer unless I want to die. <laughs> well, well, that's not how I want to go. That's not how you I don't want to do it. I don't want to sweat to death. That's disgusting. That sounds terrible. That sounds, but anyways, opposite seasonal depression. Right. I'm happy that it's dark at like five o'clock. Yeah. I kind of agree with you. Like, I don't, I've never really felt the seasonal depression thing when it comes to the weather and the darkness and that, that people like... How it's defined as like the light yeah, being a factor. It's, it's, the light's not a factor for summer for me either. Like no. I don't, I don't care. It's like that. It's still bright at nine o'clock p.m. Like I don't care one way or the other of like no. the time of day and all that stuff. It's the temperature that I have a problem with. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I don't like how hot it is. I don't like the weather in the summer. I like the weather in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, there is Snow. a point where it gets annoying. Awesome. Yeah. Um. I don't like it super cold. I don't like it super dry cold. You know, I don't like having to bust out my humidifier, which I have. There are parts of it that I really well, don't like. because it's harder for you to breathe. Yeah, it's I've had to for the asthma and the allergies yeah. um, forever. But I don't have either of those things, so that's yeah. not a bother for me. So, yeah, the things that make me not like are more just like my life specific, not yeah. like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing about the sunlight that is kind of annoying now is like I usually I'm not a morning person. So in the early part of the day, all the lights are off, all the shades are closed, like I'm in the dark. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I'm like, huh, maybe I'll put some lights on, I'm, I feel like a human, it's dark outside. <laughs> so that is a little, I can see how it's a little bit of a mind fuck, you uh-huh. know? I wouldn't say it's brought me down in that way, but I get it. But no, I don't think that seasonal, like obviously that's the clinical thing, but I don't think that seasonal depression is always about that personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but it just seems like when I talk to people about it, it has not always a lot to do with just, oh, it's cold and it's dark and whatever. There are a lot of things associated for this time of year for people, mm-hmm. and they get kind of uh, 
amplified, whether it's family stuff or whether it's a lot of like, it's the end of the year, memories. Oh, I'm faced with my own existential dread. Another year gone. I feel like that happens a lot. I didn't meet any of my new year resolutions. Yeah. I don't make them anymore. I never made them. I've always thought they were ridiculous, but. New year, new me. Yeah. But I mean, even though I don't make resolutions, I do think a lot of people, everybody, if you're honest, goes into a new year like, this is going to be the year that I do X, Y, Z. And then if you don't, or if it doesn't go exactly how you planned, or if life happens and your life goes crazy, which for a lot of us it does. Well, also it's been harder this past like two years because like all of a sudden in 2022 without knowing it's been two years. Yeah, that too. Like I feel like a lot of people are experiencing it more for the lifestyle side of things because the pandemic just rocked all of our shit. Like Mm -hmm. we closed up in our house. Our lives have changed drastically and we're still navigating that and dealing with the fallout from it. And it kind of feels like we blinked and two years happened, like you said. And not, not just like our lives personally, but like, I mean, yeah, everyone's life personally has like been affected by it, but just how things are happening now, like take for instance, Black Friday. Yeah. It was not Black Friday. It wasn't? It was Black November. So, like, deals started at the beginning of the month. And, like, Mike and I actually went out on Friday. And nothing, there were no, like, real sales. No one was shopping. Yeah. Like, it was just a normal day. And I think it's just because everyone, like, online shops now. But also, I think because of, like, there weren't any good sales. Because companies are still, like, kind of struggling to, like, make up the losses that they had. Mm -hmm. So they're not pricing things the way that they normally would. But also people aren't buying because they don't have money to buy. Right. So, like, it was the the weirdest feeling of Black Friday. And I don't feel in the Christmas spirit as I normally am. Well, and that's something. So I always kind of, I, I have a similar thing. Just, like, association of how I experienced the Christmas season, quote unquote, mm-hmm. as a younger person and as a kid, when there were more things like the Black Friday and the holiday shopping and the malls with everything yeah. bustling. Like, we remember that. And I'm not trying to get on a soapbox of like, when, when I was younger. I just mean, I think it's an interesting juxtaposition, especially for us, like aging millennials, people who have lived through both sides of it to see the contrast. The contrast feels more severe to me yeah. than maybe Just ever. within the past few past few yes, years, I think, it has I think changed so much. I started to feel it like right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this uh, things are really different now. Like yeah. I don't get that same. But after enduring the pandemic, the pandemic's still happening. But you know what I mean? Like the bulk of it and those really... Bad parts of it. Yeah, and where we are now sort of trying to navigate it into just everyday life, yeah. which whatever, it definitely feels like everything just changed. And yeah. it doesn't feel like Overnight. it took that long because yeah. the last couple of years have been inside. Yeah, they've been just like a, a mind bend to me because we've been so turned inward. Mm-hmm. So then turning outward for this time of year looks so different. Because I remember I don't like to shop. I've always hated shopping. I won't go to Black Friday for anything in the world. This well, is terrible. I worked Black Friday. Oh, and those were experiences. I bet it's popping. Popping. It was popping, and that was twenty. It was before the pandemic. 18 right? and 2019. Okay. So, so like I right worked before. Black Friday 2018, 2019. And it was crazy. And like Mike would, because he worked like night shifts um, back then. Yeah. So like he would shop some before like he went to work. 
It, it well, first Black Friday ended up turning into like Black Thursday. Yeah, and like we would shop on Thanksgiving, but like I miss the good old days of like waking up or like taking a nap after Thanksgiving dinner, and then like waking up at like midnight and then like going shopping and like standing in lines and like you know like curb stomping people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, it really was it, that it was, level. It of was it. a thrill. It was an experience. It was an experience. Now, it was a thrill. And I found good stuff. And I, I just, it's not like that anymore. And I miss it. It doesn't seem like it. And yeah, it seems like the less of an experience. And I know even though I hate shopping and I, I don't do the Black Friday thing specifically, in my adult life, I've always, and when I was an older, like a teenager, but I always tried to set aside like one day of, of my like shopping because I do a lot online, mm-hmm. but like to go to the stores and to like, we shop Try together. To, yeah, but like to take in the experience, you yeah. know, like look at the lights and get the stuff. And it, when the mall was a thing, like walk around the mall. Good old days. And the last couple times I've tried to do that, which I tried to do it last year. And I tried to do it like right before the pandemic happened. It just didn't feel the same. It just kind of felt like, eh, I don't want to do this. And I think part of it was the, my own kind of level of seasonal depression of like, I almost feel like as an adult, we're like trying to manufacture like Christmas magic for yeah. ourselves. And if we, if people have kids, obviously there's, that's a whole other element to it, but I don't have kids. So it's like, a, we're trying to manufacture that feeling, but we have to do it mm-hmm. and we have to do it ourselves and we have to do it for the people that are around us, like our families, our partners, our loved ones. And it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel the same as it did when I was younger. And I think because a lot of those experiences that we as aging millennials associate with that Christmassy feeling, you know, the hustling, bustling streets and silver belt. It's not like that. It doesn't feel like that anymore when you try to do it. So it's like, what do I do? How do I? Well, I mean, for me, it's a little harder to... Because family dynamic has changed. Mm -hmm. So after uh, my grandma was like the center of like everything with our family. So like we always had, you know, family things with grandma. And like I always spent time with grandma and like we did all that stuff and like family would come visit and that doesn't happen anymore now she's gone. Right. Like I have my sister and like we do things, but it's different. Right. And now it's like, I mean, thankfully this year, um, Aunt Mary Jo is going to come visit um, for Christmas. So, like, I'll be able to spend time with her. But it's just, like, it's Mike and his family now. Like, I don't do anything that I used to do. So it's just weird. The same with, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it feels like there's a, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but it kind of feels like there's a something missing. Mm-hmm. But... There's no way to change it. It just no, is life now. Because grandma's missing. Right. And someone's missing. And an entire dynamic changes. Mm-hmm. Not just. And not just for the holidays. Yeah. Literally all the time. But you feel it more mm-hmm. at these times, I think. And I, I think a lot of us have similar things, you know. I um, I remember as a kid, like, we had such a, like, set thing of this is how the holidays went. Like, my grandma also was, like, the matriarch of the family. And we all, like all her kids, she had four kids and their family. So my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, we would all come together on Christmas Eve. We'd have like a big Christmas Eve dinner and we'd all exchange gifts and it was loud and it was cramped and there was smoke everywhere, but it was fantastic. And it was just like a great, those are great memories like, yeah. that I have. 
Um, but then after she died, and she died at a point where, like, the kids were growing up, this probably would have happened anyway. Mm-hmm. But it feels like it's because she died, you know, because dynamics started to change and we didn't have that glue anymore. And we tried to do the same thing for a couple years after she passed away. And it just, it felt forced. It felt like it wasn't there. It felt like we were missing something and it wasn't the same experience. Similar like to what I said a minute ago, like it's just a different experience and you feel it. Mm -hmm. And then that, that makes you not want to do it. And for me, I won't speak for anybody else in my family, but like, I didn't want to do that anymore. And now it feels more like a natural progression of like, you know, Christmas is just like me and Justin have our thing. And then we go and spend time with my parents and it's just me and my parents. I don't have siblings. And it's a lot quieter and it's a lot more subdued and it's a lot simpler, which in some ways is nice. And again, feels like the, again, natural progression of things. But in other ways, there is that like, you're waiting for this big Christmas experience and it doesn't feel the same because you had all those years of it being one way. And I think if you would have asked me 10, 15 years ago, what's Christmas going to be like when you're an adult? I would have said, well, we're going to do the things that I did, right? We'll go to my aunts and uncles or we'll, my cousins and I will figure it out because we'll be the adults and we'll do the whole thing. And now that's just, that seems like a, like a distant reality that could never be because things have changed Mm -hmm. and like well now like when I obviously I like do stuff with my sister um she has her husband's family over and while yeah we all technically are family it's not the same family to me so I almost feel I don't want to say outcast because like like, I talked like we talk like I'm part of conversation I'm not just sitting there like alone and like they're all nice, like a great family, and I like being there. Yeah. But it's not the same. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, no, I, I think we, I'm glad I'm invited there, but it's not. I'm, like I'm invited. I'm invited. You're the guest. I'm a guest. Whereas I never. Yeah. Before I, I was with Grandma, like hosting. Yeah. Like, do you know how? Uh, well, no, I, I get it. Cause like when, even when we would go to like my aunts or my uncles, it didn't feel like we were guests. It felt no. like we were the family and we were coming together and yeah. this was our holiday. And I feel, I feel like a guest. Yeah. Like I've been invited to someone's Thanksgiving Yes, or I've been invited to someone's Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. It's not mine. It's not ours. It just is. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that, that is a, I've only really started to experience how different it feels the last couple of years. Cause mm-hmm. Like I said, my life has changed. My life has slowed down. I've focused more on my personal life. And so you feel those things a little bit more, I think. Like, whether you're like us, like you don't have kids, but you have your family life, you have your your partner, your whatever. I don't know what to call it, but like your household. Yeah. Or for people who have kids, same thing. Like, you have your family, your yeah. experience. So trying to create something out of that, it's like you have to create something. Yeah. Like, Mike and I didn't even put a tree up last year. Yeah. And we still haven't put it up yet because he hasn't gotten out of the basement. It's Ours is up, but it's not decorated yet. Justin just took it out of the garage. Pro tip, if you have a garage or a basement and you have a fake tree like me, don't take it down. Take the ornaments off and then just put it. We just, I just walked it right into the garage, put it in the corner. Oh, uh, I don't have enough space for that. We did. Well, I just put it back in the... So, like, I got one of the thin trees. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, it doesn't come off. Oh. And it's already pre-lit. 
So like I just put it back in the box. Okay, yeah. Mine is pre-lit, but it's got the branches and yeah. the stuff. And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I don't put it back in the box. I just took all the ornaments off, unplugged everything, obviously, walked it right into the garage, put it up in the corner and said like, don't touch it. I don't put ornaments on because I have grandma's like ancient ornaments Ooh. and I don't want cats to mess it up. Yeah. So like they just don't get ornaments anymore. Like yeah. I'm keeping the ornaments. They're like packed away. Like they're in their space. Like maybe one day when I don't have animals, if that'll ever happen, I'll bring them back out. But I don't want them to be ruined. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, But that's that's a whole other part of it that seems small, but like. Buying your own Christmas decorations and having your own Christmas or whatever holiday, but like in our case, Christmas, like having the decorations you want and getting ornaments and and cycling through what do you kind of hand me down do you want to mm-hmm. keep and what do you want to do yourself? Those are things that like come with making your own tradition. Christmas, yeah. yeah, we're making our own Christmas, and it's. It's sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's nice, but then other times it's like I don't feel like doing it. Yeah, and it's if you're struggling with anything, it really makes you feel like I don't want to do it. I've certainly had years like that where I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have any part of it. Um, even this year, I mean, we have it up, and surprisingly, Justin is the one who was like, I want to do Christmas, but I was like, we don't have to put the tree up. I don't even care. Mike won't even let me watch a Christmas movie, not with him. He was just like, is it Christmas Eve? And I'm like, no. He was like, no Christmas Justin movies. asked me to watch a Christmas movie like two days ago. Was it? I've already watched The Grinch twice. We didn't end up watching a Christmas movie. We watched like a show instead. Mm. But he's he's more in the spirit than I've ever seen him. Wow, look he's at him. He's really about it. He's like really into it. He wanted to put the tree up. He got the tree out. I came back when we had uh, breakfast the other day and he it was already there. Wow. And he made him a barricade for the cats. Mike would never. He he's He's a... Well, he's the Grinch. Well, here's the thing. The Grinch heart grew two sizes that day. Yeah. So, like, the Grinch grew to love Christmas. Mike will never. I think Justin is is growing to love Christmas. I think his heart is growing. And it's funny because this was the year that I was like, honestly, I don't even care. Don't put the tree up. See if I care. Because <laughs> I expected him to be like, cool. Sounds good. We want him to worry about it. <laughs> we put up Halloween decorations is because Mike will actually do it. Yeah. So like he'll he'll help put it up. He'll help take it down. But if I do Christmas, he so like I have to do it all myself, and I just don't feel like it. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm not gonna string Christmas lights on the house. Are you? Why well, never decorate outside? That's too much. I do the stuff in here, but I don't do a lot. Like I have the tree, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I'll put like some you know I have like some knickknacks and stuff. Patty wax. Yeah. Dogs bones. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I do a few of those. But and then obviously we have because we do. Um, Hanukkah and it's usually around the same time so I have menorah and that but those are basic little one maybe I'll watch Eight Crazy Nights I would watch that with you I love that movie should we have a Hanukkah movie night yeah let's do it okay hey thanks for listening to 30 Dirty and Dying the show for millennials by millennials we get real about chronic illness burnout nostalgia and why we aren't exactly thriving if that sounds like you join us every Thursday for new episodes now back to the show Another thing for, like, the season is uh, money. Oh. Like, I feel like it's so tight right now. Yeah, for a lot of people. For a lot of people because I don't want to say the expectation of gifts, but the expectation of gifts. Yeah, 
it, it like you can you can you can do me away in a manger all you want, but listen, it's a gift giving holiday. It's a gift in for my society co- in yeah. large society. It's not all like I know everybody really, like Jesus is the reason. Well, we don't all believe in Jesus. I mean, Jesus and even was if born we do, in the spring, so let's not even go into that. Right? It's the American. We're in the USA. The American version of Christmas is completely commercialized and about gift giving. That's what it That's is. That's what it is. And eggnog. Oh, I love me. eggnog. Can I give you frankincense and myrrh? Because that's what they gave Jesus. Just give me garlic powder. And okay, and you can write onion powder and garlic and, powder. You can write frankincense and myrrh on it if you want. Myrrh, Oh, Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, the money thing is tough because it's you know it's hard times for a lot of people. And even if it's not hard times, it's a it's an undertaking. It's, yeah, like what do you give people? Who have everything. Yeah. Because that's something that, like, not that have everything, but, like. But, like, it's, or people that you don't, you're not, like, just Super close your with. Your partner. You know what they want. You know what they like. That's even hard sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But you have a better idea. I don't know what, like, my, like, a distant family member or, like, a person I know from work or stuff like that. You don't know what their day-to-day is. You don't know what yeah. they have, what they don't have. It's like, ugh. Or, like. In the case of Mike, people don't know what games he has. And then they ask me and I'm like, I don't even. But and and everybody's like, you don't have to get me anything. But then it's like, you could tell me that a million times. I'm still going to do it. Like if I've decided I'm getting you a present, yeah. I'm getting you a present. But it it brings its own level of stress. What to get, what money to put to put towards it. What's too much, what's not enough. What's, mm-hmm. I can't imagine people who have to buy for like a lot of children. Oh, I can't Another imagine. Another reason I don't want kids. I mean, I, I'm not saying it in a bad way. Like, I, I'm sure there are great things about it. But I'm, a lot of millennials have kids. That's a whole other level of stress on it that I can't personally identify with. But I can understand how that brings good things and also brings a lot of stress and makes you feel even more like you have to manufacture this, like, Christmas magic for yeah. kids who you want, who you love and you want to have a good time. Like, we just have, for my... Justin's son, we we always try to do something nice and mm-hmm. a good present. And even just that, like, one thing, I mean, he gets more than one thing, but just, like, the one gift that goes to his house that's, like, from here is feels like so much pressure. Yeah. I can't imagine there being, like, four of them or them living in your house. They're, so good back, on you. Back in the day when I lived with my dad, yeah, he worked at Kmart. And we would go to Kmart and we would pick out what we wanted and he would put it on layaway. Oh, yeah. So, like. Layaway. And then I would get what I wanted, like, for Christmas because I picked it out myself. Yeah. That's nice. Those were the good old days. I remember layaway. I remember that. Do people even have layaway anymore? I don't know. I mean, I know, like, you can buy things online and it's just, like, pay this much over this many months. Yeah. So, like, kind of, but, like, not quite layaway. It's not the same as going to the back of the Walmart. And that weird line and that weird, like, it looked like it was the garage for Walmart. And that's where the desk was for layaway. And around Christmas, it would be so long. Because everyone's layaway. Everybody was laying in a way in. <laughs> laying away in a manger. <laughs> I'll go. That was terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, the expectations of gifts. Struggling with money. Yep. Um, it's difficult yeah. to pay my bills and also buy presents for literally everyone in my life. Yeah, it's difficult. I think it's difficult no matter, like, just to make that consideration and you never know exactly 
what you're looking at, and mm-hmm. you can be one of the best planners or budgeters out there. And but I am not. Me neither. But it's, and I'm not saying this because I don't want to. Like, I'm, like, both Mike and I, like, are, one of our love languages is gift giving. Oh, really? Like, we like to give gifts. We like to do that stuff, um, which is probably also a reason why I don't have a lot of money. So, yeah. like, it's not that I don't want to do that, but it's added stress because, because I have to. Yeah. It feels the pressure is on. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I just saw this and picked it up and I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. I've been thinking about this since October. Yeah. Like, that's where it comes from. Well, my problem is I haven't been thinking about it and I'm fucked. I haven't been thinking about it in terms of, like, planning it, but yeah. I've been thinking, like, oh, God, it's coming. <laughs> Here she comes. And it's coming real fucking quick. Yeah, that too. Life goes so fast. Like, it's December the- if, but it feels like we just started the second yeah. season. By the time this episode airs, it's almost Christmas. Yeah, really? Have you Christ- done your shopping? Have you it's taken almost, a Xanax? No. <laughs> Maybe you should. I have If you're prescribed. Medicines? I'm not prescribed. Okay, then don't. I'm only prescribed my Crohn's medicine. Oh. Uh, does that do anything for you? Not mentally. Well, damn it. I mean, negatively, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, Christmas. 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 Or any holiday that you celebrate. Yeah. It's... I this think is, we're, this we're saying Christmas, Christmas because that is what we celebrate. Yeah, that is that the is majority. That is the holiday that we celebrate. I'm not one of those people like, it's Christmas. Yeah, don't, do you mean Merry Christmas? You know what really grinds my gears? Tell me. When people got pissed at Starbucks the for cups. having red cups. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> it's a cup. It's a cup. And they're like, it's not the way God intended. It had a reindeer on it. Do you realize, like, the cup that they wanted back had, like, Santa and reindeers and elves and That's shit. not even Jesus. They didn't have Jesus. They never had Jesus on there. Could you imagine, like, getting upset because a drawing of a deer is it's no gone. longer on a cup and that affects your religious beliefs? It was just bizarre. But, yeah, people have oh, all kinds of associations. That my, I'm just like, let me just get my Starbucks drink in a red cup, I literally do not care. Put it in a bucket. I don't care. I want Just a peppermint give me the mocha coffee. and I want it now. You can't get a peppermint mocha all year. Don't ruin that for me. I have so little Christmas magic. Okay. It only comes out once a year. Yeah. You know what? Also, that grinds my sister's gears. What? That Starbucks got rid of the gingerbread flavor. It was good. And she, like, she texted me, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read an excerpt from my sister's text messages okay. from yesterday. Specifically about Starbucks and not having gingerbread. Because <laughs> oh, we talk about it literally all the time. Nice. Um, she said, I got the sugar cookie latte, except I got it hot and not iced and not with almond milk. It just isn't hitting like gingerbread. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I imagine that they use almond milk because you use almond extract and like sugar cookie dough. So it's kind of like that flavor Maybe. palette that's supposed to like do that. And she was like, makes sense, but I don't like almond milk and lattes. The true moral of the story is nothing can satisfy my festive desires like gingerbread. So the meaning of Christmas is gingerbread lattes from Starbucks. Hey, thanks for listening to the show so far. This episode of 30 Dirty and Dying is almost over, but fear not. There's plenty more to where this came from. You can listen to all of season one on your favorite platform right now, whether you need to catch up on a few episodes you miss or you want to revisit one of your favorites. We got you covered. And if you want to know what's coming up soon, make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram at 30DirtyAndDying. Now, don't go anywhere yet. Don't click off. Show's still going on. We're going to finish strong. Let's get back into it. No, but I think, like, I like the holiday season. I like Christmas. I'm not bah humbugging. No. But 
I it does feel different, and it does I do recognize it's that it feels harder. different. For it feels even, harder. It feels harder. It feels like more of a a different experience. Almost like a chore. It does. It kind of does. It feels like a chore. It feels like there's a heaviness to it at this age that I have not experienced in the past, up in just the, the last couple of years. That I think it's a culmination of all the chore and all the practicality of, you know, gifts and money and this and that. But also just... Missing how it used to be. Missing how it used to be. Recognizing that it could never be that way again. And that that's okay. Like, I don't want to go and recreate what I had as a kid or, like, as a younger person and associated with Christmas. Because I know that that doesn't exist. Like, it's not about the things that no. went along with those memories. Not gifts, but I'm saying there are things that I will always associate with that. Like, we always had um, spaghetti, like Italian food. My, that side of my family's Italian. My grandmother was really important we to her. We had enchiladas. That's not nice. on Christmas Day, but, like, Aunt Mary Jo would make her enchiladas, like, during, like, if, if we visited them. Like, so when they lived in Richmond, oh. uh, we would go there for the holidays. And, like, one of those days we would have enchiladas. And then we would have our normal yeah. Christmas dinner. Um and I miss, I miss that. Or like when she came to visit us, like she would make enchiladas one night. Like right. It was just the thing. Yeah. And like the thing. So when she visits, I'm going to have to request enchiladas. Totally. But like we always had spaghetti or, or rigatoni, sometimes mm-hmm. Italian food. And being Italian and, and taking pride in that was really important to my grandmother. And so I remember that. That mm-hmm. was a thing, a physical thing that I associate with those memories. Right. But I also know we can have spaghetti or rigatoni or whatever on christmas eve we could do it all up we could do the whole feast and it's not gonna feel Feel the the same same. because it's not about the spaghetti it's not about that that's a thing sure and that might make me have a few moments of oh yeah i remember when but it's not that same feeling because Mm -hmm. it wasn't about that it was about what it meant to her and tradition around it and her wanting those ties to cultural thing and just something that she did and that she brought us together around, you can recreate that forever. Yeah. You can put up all the same decorations. You can, the feeling is different. Mm-hmm. And it's, like I said, it's not something I want to get back necessarily because I know it can't, but I miss it more these last couple of years than I think I ever have. And it's hard for a lot of people. Everybody's family situation is different. So it's can be a happy time of year, can be a good time of year, but, it's hard. It's a hard people. time of year. It is hard. There's a heaviness for a lot of people. Whether it is money, whether it is family, whether it is the sunlight, and that really gets them. I don't know. But I respect your struggle. Maybe people are feeling like this, especially around our aging millennial range. Like, maybe you want to feel a little bit more jingle jangle. Maybe I want to feel. <sighs> that too. Maybe you want to have some of those feelings and you're not. And it feels like no matter what you do, you can't do it. You can't get there. Yeah. And you're not alone. You know, it's something we all go through. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy this time. Probably looks a little different. We can enjoy it the way that it is now and know that it's not going to be the way it was. Yeah. And that's a journey. It's not just to like change your mindset and manifest it and you don't understand. No, fuck that. Feel what you feel. If it's sadness, if there's sadness with it, if there's melancholy, if there's a dark nostalgia or a light nostalgia that goes along with getting through this time of year, feel it. 
you know, don't don't just try to paint everything with a red agreed happiness. Yeah, it's not always going to be that way. Or blue and white. Yeah. But no, we wanted to, to talk about this. We wanted to, I'm sure we'll have a little bit more holiday chatter as we get through the rest of the month. But just know if you're feeling a little seasonally depressed, that's okay. It's normal. It's normal. It's that time of the year. It's more normal than people would like you to think it is. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever. Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy everything. And if everything's not happy, that's okay too. We're there. We're with you. And if you're feeling like a sick, sad millennial, you just put some garland on it. And we're right there with you. Yeah. If you want to listen to Christmas music, listen to some Christmas music. If you don't. 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 If you want to be a bah humbug like my husband, do whatever. Humbug it. Humbug it up. If you don't want to listen to the Christmas music playlist on Spotify, you can listen to this. I'm going to be honest. I, like, I really do want to. I mean, I don't have Spotify, I have YouTube music. Right, but I just said Spotify because we're I on Spotify. I don't want the Christmas music to mess up what I have going. Yeah. Because, like, I like the mixes that it creates for me. And yeah. I don't want Christmas to be, you know, scattered within that. Yeah. Uh, I, I've taken one for the team on it. I had to play the music at Thanksgiving and it uh, was Christmas. I'm okay with it. I wanted to listen to it like yesterday. Like I was doing stuff and I was like, I'm going to listen to some Christmas music, but I don't want to listen to it all the time. Like before you got here, I had Cher's greatest hits on. Do you believe in love? Yes. Do you believe in love after life? Love it. Is it life after love? But yeah, this has been another episode of 30 Dirty and Dying Holiday Edition. (gasps) Um, (laughs) And this isn't like our holiday episode. We'll do more holiday. But this was just something that we wanted to talk about before we got, you know. Got bells deep, if you know what I mean. bells deep in December. Or Christmas tree ass Like if you're just sort of just trying to power through. If If you're just starting to feel like at this point in December, like, oh, I don't feel like the Christmassy thing. You're not alone. No. And we wanted you to know that. And we wanted to talk about it and get real about it. Because that's what we do. We get real. We get real. Real sad. (laughs) All right. Well, then we'll be back next week for another episode. So keep jingling. Keep jangling. Bye. (laughs)